0: My name's Jonathan Nato, and I'm a blind
1: guy. I'm Hamad Zaidi, and I have a disability.
0: And this is Limping on Cloud 9.
1: Yes, it is. Jonathan, how are you, my friend?
0: Good, good. Everything's going well. I just got back from a getaway weekend with my wife, so that was fun.
1: Yeah, that's great. That's really good. We are in the final week of our temporary housing. We're moving back into our home next week, the day after Easter, so this week is going to be nuts and crazy, but... My life is always kind of nuts and crazy, right? So it's, just, it's just normal.
0: It's par for the course.
1: It is. It's completely par for the course. So listen, today we're going to talk about finding confidence in the most unusual places.
0: Oh, that's interesting.
1: Yeah, it's fun. And I want to take our listeners back. Many, many, many moons... And by, I, by saying many moons, I mean about 475 to 480 moons. <laughs> <laughs> and, and if you're counting people, that's about 40 years. Right? <laughs> so I was a kid in Overland Park, Kansas, and because of my love for Dr. Pepper, right, which was <laughs> medically advised by my doctor, for, the, <laughs> for those of you who haven't heard that podcast, There's a Dr. Pepper podcast a few episodes ago, so listen to that and you'll know why it was medically advised. Exactly. But I drank so much Dr. Pepper that one of my best friends were cavities,
0: right? Oh, man.
1: (laughs) So I was no stranger to cavities. And of course, my wife is one of those people that's never had one ever, right?
0: Yeah, I've I've never had one either.
1: (laughs) Oh, that's insane, man. That's crazy. (laughs) But, But me... I'm telling you, I I keep dentists in business, right? (laughs) Or at least least I used to. I used to. Yeah. So I had a couple of cavities I needed to be filled. And somebody told my mom and dad, actually my mom specifically, somebody told my mom, hey, if you want to save some money, your kid, Hamad, can get his cavities filled from dentists in Mm. dentistry school. Yeah. Right? And... Basically, they're like, your son's mouth is pretty wild. He's gotten more than a few cavities. <laughs> <laughs> he, he could be the final exam for somebody, right? Oh, man. <laughs> and I'm like, no! I mean, <laughs> I'm al- I'm already afraid of dentists. And not anymore, right? When you're a kid, you're like, dentists are scary anyway.
0: Right, right.
1: And I'm like, this is not smart, Mom. And she's like, well brush your teeth better, drink less Dr. Pepper, and you wouldn't have to go through there. (laughs) (laughs) So how this falls into a story of confidence isn't so much my confidence, but it's the lack of confidence of the guy I got stuck with. Oh, no. (laughs) So I go there, you know, and there's a dental assistant, and then this person whose final exam was my mouth. Oh no. Right? <laughs> so I sit in the chair, they pry my mouth open, they put that I, I'm sure modern day dentists have better solutions, but they put that like that flimsy plastic flap thing on my oh, mouth yeah. to keep it up
0: yep, to yep. keep
1: it open. And it smelled like septic tank. I mean it smelled really bad, right? Oh man. And my mouth is completely pried open. The first thing this guy does is you know those dental lights they turn on that are like super bright. Yeah,
0: they're like those floodlights almost. <laughs> yeah, right,
1: right. He turns on he turns on a floodlight and looks in my mouth, and I remember this clearly. He's like, "Jesus, this is great," and I'm like, <laughs> "I'm like, this is not good, dude." And he's looking he's looking in my mouth, and he's like, "This is not easy." Oh and man, the. The whole time, his dental assistant is rubbing his arm, which I thought was odd, right? She, she's rubbing his arm, and she's like, you can do this. You can do this. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, this guy doesn't have confidence.
0: Right, right.
1: Right? And, and I started to think, does this guy know what he's doing or not? And here's the thing. He started to, to – I, I think I had two or three feelings. I exaggerated. I didn't have, like, ten, but I yeah. think I had – Two or three. Right. Yeah. And then as he's finishing the first one, the filling comes out. Oh, no. And, you know, he had the dental masks on. Right. Yeah. And Jonathan, he started dropping F-bombs.
0: Oh, man.
1: (laughs) Under his breath. Like, not at me.
0: Right. right? At the situation.
1: And I'm thinking, oh, my God, he's saying those words that I'm not supposed to say. So (laughs) this is not a good thing. Right. This is not happening. Right. And all I can tell you, my friend, it took so long. I mean, Jonathan, it took a long time. And then he moved on to the second cavity. Then I had, like, the senior dentist, you know, his professor? Right. Started looking in my mouth, and he's like, I could do this in 10 minutes. This is easy.
0: Right? Oh, man.
1: Which is making this guy lose even more confidence, right?
0: (laughs) Right, because you're like, I've been here for two hours.
1: Right. And you know what? To be honest... I'm not trying to exaggerate your listeners. It was at least 90 minutes. Wow. Right? Man. And it was maybe two hours. And the thing is, my mom, then and now, has an incredible level of respect for physicians, dentists, anyone with a medical degree. Yeah. She thinks she thinks they walk on water, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so the whole time she's sitting next to me, she's like, Hamad, please be quiet so this nice doctor can... Do his job, right? You're
0: like, you're like, he's not even a doctor yet.
1: <laughs> right. That's what I am saying. He's not a doctor. But see, remember, my mouth is pried open. So every time I talked, it sounded like blah, 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 <laughs> blah. Right? And, and the thing that got me the most upset, Jonathan, was, you know, and I know you've experienced this after your accident. When, when people see those of us that have deficiencies and disabilities. Yeah they equate our lack of intelligence with our disability oh
0: totally yeah right yeah
1: and so this crazy dental assistant the woman yeah she's she's rubbing his arm saying hey don't worry about it he doesn't know what's going on anyway
0: oh and I'm my there, goodness
1: and i'm sitting there thinking i'm not mentally ill <laughs> Right? Oh, man. I'm sitting there thinking, like, lady, I'm kind, I'm kind of a smart little cookie. I mean, I might look tangled. I might, my leg, I might limp, and my left arm, you know, might be very disabled, but I'm not stupid. Oh,
0: that's, and, it's okay. He and, doesn't know what's going on, anyways. Oh, my goodness. You
1: know, and, and here's what's crazy. And now imagine this for those of you who haven't listened to this podcast since the beginning. Let me just tell you, my disability is I had a head injury as a child. I have limited to no use in my left hand. I have what's called swan neck deformity, which means the fingers in my left hand look like swan's necks because they're crooked. Mm. So just imagine Frankenstein hands. Yeah. And I have a pretty exaggerated limp, right? Yeah. On, on my left side. So here's the thing. When I get nervous, and this is still... The case today, when when I get nervous, my left arm will clutch into my chest. Yeah. And my left fingers will get really, really tight. They'll almost look like a monster from a monster movie. Yeah. And when they get tight, less circulation goes into my hand. So it starts to turn blue.
0: Right. Right. right.
1: (laughs) So here I am scared out of my mind that my mouth is going to fall apart. And the whole time. The whole time I'm super nervous, and my left hand keeps hitting my chest with these really crooked, disabled fingers,
0: right? Yeah, yeah.
1: And and my mom, sitting next to me, kept on grabbing my left hand and pulling it, gently pulling it back down so it wasn't in their way. Right. But the whole time, Jonathan, they just thought that I wasn't understanding what was going on. They're like, don't worry about it. This kid doesn't know what you're doing. And I'm like, blah, 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 right? Oh, man. And, and I'm trying to tell them, of course I know what the hell you're doing. And you're hurting me. And get some damn confidence so I can go home and watch the Royals on TV. You know, they're doing an afternoon game. They're probably already in the fourth inning. I want to see George Brett hit. What are you doing? Right? So, you know, and the crazy thing is, As I was sitting there in my dental chair, in pain, in a lot of pain, because the guy kept screwing it up. And I think my pain was heightened by the fact that he didn't know what he was doing.
0: Totally, yeah.
1: Right? Yeah. You know, because I'm like, if he was like, hey, this is easy, kid. I'll be done in a minute. I wouldn't worry about it so much, right?
0: Right, but But his first first reaction was like, oh, man, when you open up your mouth, like, that's that's not good.
1: and, And, yeah, and the whole time he's like, I'm not going to pass. I'm not going to pass. And I'm thinking, I hope you don't, dude, because <laughs> I'm, I'm already afraid of dentists at the time, and I'm scarred for life, dude. You've scarred me for life, right? <laughs> was
0: your, mom, was your and, mom afterwards, or was your mom like, come on, I'm so sorry, I'll, I'll never do that to you no, again? No,
1: <laughs> no, not at all. My mom's like, you have to respect the doctor. And I'm like, he's not a doctor yet, <laughs> right? And, and you know when 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 they take saliva out of your mouth in dentists, when you spit it into that little yeah, tube, yep, yep, right? Every time I spit in the tube, the spit looked more red. Oh So I'm man. like that. I'm like that's my blood that you're tearing apart. Yeah, dude. yeah, Come exactly. On. You know, and and my mom's like, "Don't worry, you don't feel it." They gave you a shot, and I'm like, "I'm gonna feel it in a couple hours, <laughs> right? <laughs> when it wears off, I'm gonna want to die." <laughs> and 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 as I'm sitting in my chair, Jonathan, all I'm thinking is, A, my parents always raised me to be very confident. I was always a confident kid.
0: Yeah.
1: Right? They always taught me, you can do this, whatever this was. They're right. Like, you can do it. Yeah. Just figure, figure out a way. Just like your parents did to you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I always, I always go back to the story, can you interject real quick and give like a 60-second version of the story of when you walked to your friend's house?
0: Oh, yeah. It, it was, uh, you know, it was the summer after I got my car accident. So it's probably about eight months after I got my car accident. And uh, my mom was over at my grandmother's house because she would always go over there on the weekends, and I stayed home. And um, I was like, you know what? I'm going to walk across town to my friend's house just to see if I can do it. And it was probably a half an hour walk, and I did it. And uh, I called my mom. Well, she she uh, she was home, and I figured, oh, you know what? I'm I'm gonna call her because if <laughs> she sees I'm not there, she's gonna freak out. And I called her up. I said, "Oh, hey, I'm over. You know, I, I'm over at my friend's house here." And she was like, "How did you get there?" And I was like, "I walked." And she was like, "You walked? What are you doing walking?" And I was like, "I want I want to see if I can still do it." <laughs> you
1: know, you know, I, I, that's one of my favorite stories that you've ever told me. Uh, whether you've told me on the podcast or just when we talk. That is one of my favorite. That's like the Jonathan Nato, like signature story for me. Yeah, it it really is. Yeah. It really is. And and I'll tell you why. People remember Jonathan is blind. Yeah. So you've got a fourteen fifty. I know your accident was when you were fourteen. Yeah. So you you've got a kid, that can no longer see. That's determined to walk to his friend's house, blind.
0: Yeah, and, and Which, this this was across many intersections. um, You know, like I said, it was about half an hour walk. It was clear across town.
1: Yeah. And I love that. And the reason I wanted you to interject that story again, and and thank you for doing that, is because, you know, I sat there in this dentist chair thinking, dude, how are you ever going to be a real dentist? Because you have no confidence at all. Yeah. yeah. You know, like none. And. When my mom taught me how to ride a bike, she wouldn't let me, I fell a lot, but she wouldn't let me quit. She's like, you do have balance on one side of your body, so you're going to learn this. And she taught me.
0: Yeah. Right? Yeah.
1: And when my, when my girlfriend, when I was 19 years old, when my girlfriend taught me how to drive a stick shift with one hand, she taught me. Yeah. Right? And when yeah. my dad taught me certain things, he just taught me. When my dad taught me how to mow a lawn, you know, exactly. like in the, in the Cut of Corners yep. episode. Yeah. When somebody says you have no choice, you are going to learn, you just learn. Right. Right? Yeah. And, and it was really weird because it made me n- never wanting to be a dentist. Not that I ever <laughs> would anyway, but it, it, it made me think, you know, how is this guy an adult with no confidence? Yeah. You know, you got to have confidence. Even if you fail, you got to believe you can do something because if you don't believe you can do it, there's nobody else anywhere that will believe you can do it
0: right exactly you know exactly and i know
1: that's kind of a weird one it's an odd one but i wanted to squeeze that one out just to tell our listeners that the only person or the only force that can stop you from accomplishing what you want is basically you
0: yeah absolutely
1: you know, yeah. Hey, so Jonathan, you want to jump in and tell people about toys accessible?
0: Yeah, totally. So if you go to toysaccessible.com, dot com, what is uh, at that website is toys uh, specifically made for kids with disabilities. So whether it's autism or learning disabilities or blind or deaf or, or physical disabilities like like Aman has, these toys are are built and taken into consideration uh, various types of disabilities. So. If you have a loved one or you know someone that has a child with some type of disability, toysaccessible.com is the place to go to try and find some cool toys for those kids.
1: Yeah, that is awesome. You know, and, and I'm so proud that we're involved with that site, and I'm so proud that we're uh, pushing it out. So if you're out there, people, please go to it, support the cause. And we really, really love doing this. I'll, I'll wrap up on one quick thought. To me, people, it's my therapy for the week, right? (laughs) It is, it is. Doing this podcast, sharing these stories, and seeing our audience grow week after week after week is super therapeutic for me, so you are helping me tremendously, and I hope Jonathan and I are helping you just a little bit or more, Yeah, absolutely. So, people, I love you to death. I love doing this, and I appreciate you listening. And, Jonathan, you want to wrap it up?
0: Yeah, check us out on Google Play, iTunes, uh, Stitcher Radio. We could find us uh, almost everywhere and anywhere. And, uh, you know, continue to download and listen, spread the word, share us on, on uh, all the various social media sites. And, again, we thank you all for downloading and listening. We see the numbers keep growing. So thank you so much for everyone that's listening and downloading. And, Haman, uh, how can they reach you if they want to uh, touch base with you?
1: They can reach either one of us at info at limpingoncloud9.com. That's info at limpingoncloud9, the number nine, dot com. And if it's a message for me or Jonathan, if it's for Jonathan, I'll, I'll send it to him immediately. And I love hearing from people, so please let me know.
0: Absolutely. And so, everyone, thank you for
1: listening. Thank you for downloading. We'll talk to you next episode. See ya.